0: Hi there
1: this is Clark Terry here reminding you to pull your basketkins a little closer to the fire. Uh, that's it about <laughs> you're talking to hey. Uh, Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy. Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of
2: music. Music
3: trumpet stays up to my mouth. Oh, I'll tell you a indeed. And if you say it's necessary, baby, I'll even you high and see. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, be your first egg man. Once some great big buttery egg, now I want me.
4: Minone, Wingy Minone here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. With any luck at all, I'll be playing old-fashioned music just for you for the next 50 or so minutes. People who slide off the road and into a tree while on their way to the ski slopes might have ambivalent feelings about a wicked blizzard. People who slide off the road and into a tree while on their way to the ski slopes might have ambivalent feelings about a wicked blizzard. I want to be sure that I got that right. But whenever I see a picture of a field covered with newly fallen snow, I remember back what it was like 60 or so years ago to lie on my back out in the freezing cold and replace the rear end in Russ Thomas' school bus. Snow is never a pretty sight. Anyone who has ever frozen their hands while trying to complete some project sees a snowy landscape through unique and experienced eyes.
1: Out go the blue day, sing just like a bird in spring, and let the echo ring way up to heaven. Song is king, this life is cold, unless we have that certain spark. It's all controlled by music, so from morn till dark, be a lark and just sing, and you can have your fling. Accomplish anything. If you would only sing...
4: John Parker was always talking about Ted Weems. I'm pretty sure that it was our friend A.T.N. The, yes, the Camden jeweler who sent me a lifetime subscription to the J. Peterman's Owner's Manual. You heard me mention this before. The J. Peterman's Owner's Manual is no more than a catalogue of very pricey and very exotic items. What makes it interesting is the description accompanying each item, because instead of describing the item, it paints a picture of what you will be doing when you're wearing the $158 lacy flannel skirt, probably having tea with the Duke of Hastings or lugging off a sack of money you've just won from James Bond in the Casino Royale. It's very exotic things. If you're familiar with the Owner's Manual, you know that it contains some very silly but psychologically very powerful writing. It is, I think, it is an intentional satire on itself and it's obviously very successful. I showed this Owner's Manual to some gifted high school students up Lewiston Way during a writing class and I asked these students to advertise a product using that kind of J. Peterman's writing. This is what Olivia wrote. Listen to this. This is Olivia, high school student. And and this is nothing she worked out on the computer. This is first time right off the top of the head. I think this is wonderful. The strong musk scent of wood chips and flan- flannel mixes with the smoke of the hickory wood in the hearth. He walks over to the sturdy oak table and places his axe... Next to it. His wife has placed hot chowder in front of him. Go away, Dougie. This is not the time, Dougie. His masculinity radiates, but has not yet been achieved entirely. Well, not until he reaches for the bacon bits. Obviously Brad Terry, who lives down in Bath, next to the railroad tracks, up behind the chocolate church somewhere. Obviously Brad Terry, because nobody else could do that whistling and clarinet playing. Imagine, he lives in Maine. Brad Terry. While making two radio shows the other day, I was plagued with forgetfulness. To begin with, I forgot to push a certain button that makes the little green formants a f- formants hop and when i played honeysuckle rose i thought i was playing flat for fluege i couldn't figure out how the song could have gotten twisted around on the cd and i puzzled over it while it was playing until my head finally seemed to get it right and then i couldn't remember how to convert the file from m P two to MP three, something like that. I I recently had to download a new program that did it, and I couldn't remember that I had that program. I couldn't remember how to find it, or even what it was. This was a bad day. I blanked out on everything. Could it have just been a bad day? You and I have always heard stories about old men who couldn't remember if they were going to the store or coming home. I've looked up Estero several times. But I fig- keep forgetting what estero means. It's the name of a town in Florida, estero. I think it means foreign. I hope I have it right this time, estero. You speak Spanish. Uh, does estero mean foreign? Anyway, and, and then a day or two later, I was thinking of hubris. Hubris is a word I read from time to time, but I can't for the life of me remember what it means. Cause I can look it up, but then I'll forget it right off. Kids no longer study Latin, they no longer study Greek, and it's too bad because what you learn when you're young in the fourth, fifth, sixth grade is likely to stick with you for the rest of your life. Right now, at the age of 79, I work on my Italian just about every day. I read Italian in Agatha Christie. I work with, I have a thousand flashcards, and there are fifty of them I can't seem to remember. I work on those fifty tough words. I don't seem to be gaining a gosh darn inch. And the other day I rode my bicycle eleven miles while so listening to my Dutch friend Bon read Agatha Christie in Dutch for the umpteenth time. And even though he goes pretty fast in some places, I've got that Dutch pretty well done. I can I can understand that Dutch pretty well, so there's hope for my Dutch. But I'm concerned. I am concerned about not being able to remember simple things. Have you had any experience with forgetting things? Could this happen to you? Oh,
5: go.
2: The smiles I've seen there's none like her when my nights are lonely and go from bad to worse Brownie sings for me and I thrill to her verse she makes me happy and she makes me feel merrier. Brownie is my favorite wire hair terrier. I love Brownie better than Jeannie. Jeannie, I love Brownie better than Jeannie without the hair. I will not forget, uh, forget the night I called. I looked for Jeannie's light brown hair and found that she was bald. With them. She is so that I could almost. I dream of genie with them. Every time I look at her, I... Every time I see her, I could almost. Every time I see her, I... I... <laughs> ah,
4: See, and even there, an the example of forgetting. There's a six-second blank space, five-second blank space on that that uh, Spike Jones thing I just played, and I should have queued it out. Forget, forget, forget. How annoying it is to forget things. Do you forget? I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. you know, with any luck at all. You can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you. Every week at this time, right here on your favorite radio station. I thank you again for listening. Here is your humble tip for the day. No things considered. You heard me mention it a week or so ago, but you might agree that it's worth repeating. Hopefully it will enrich your life. Years ago, you might remember, years ago some people carried knitting with them. It enabled them to do something productive while they were in an environment where the only option was to sit. Nowadays, some people carry a small book when they have an appointment at some office where they might have to wait. That way, they are sure of having something that appeals to them, and they won't be stuck with Sports Illustrated or Hot Rod magazine. Time spent in a doctor's waiting room is never wasted if one uses that time to brush up on Shakespeare or read the preface to any of Shaw's plays. I have a friend who attributes his fantastic education to the fact that he was always sick.
0: I don't want your black bottom dance in my place. I got a brand new daddy with lots of speed to teach me all the new steps that I need. His style of dancing is the best to see him step it till my heart was pride. You say your black bottom show is what? Your black bottom dance is all you got. It gives me a pain, I must say again. Take your black bottom outside.
4: Clarence Williams Take your blank button It's out of here There was once a crook Who stashed his cash In a cache My Facebook friend Craig says College is not a cache College is where you learn words like
5: Cash Thank <laughs> you.
4: Thank you for listening to the humble farmer i am the humble farmer at gmail.com love to hear from you with any luck at all you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station thank you for listening and here is your no things considered for this part of the show in the beginning a young wife thinks her husband is god then she realizes she is dyslexic.
3: On the plate, my mama wanted to know last night, say why OK Kate the boys so nice. Every boy in the neighborhood knows shimmy is understood. I know I'm little let every shimmy, like my sisters Kate. No job in shimmy like sisters sister Kate. Oh, boogie woogie 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 Oh baby, oh baby, she be like a suit to no job, Shimmy like a suit get oh,
4: the shimmy. Have you ever seen anybody do the shimmy? Like the black bottom and the shimmy. I've never seen it. I remember the Dirty Boogie. The Dirty Boogie. Because they changed the name of the Dirty Boogie to the Twist. Made it respectable. Do you remember when the Twist used to be called the Dirty Boogie? I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. A friend writes, can you believe this, a friend writes and says that She'd like to visit me and my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman. Instead of visiting, she writes and says that she'd like to. Of course, visiting us is easy enough to do, as our address is on several dozen, perhaps a hundred web pages, along with our email and telephone number. Visitors are always welcome at the farm, of course. If you want to be sure we're home, call 207-226-7442, and tell us that you're coming. I promise you that if we are not here we will not answer our telephone. The other day the telephone was out all day. We had no phone because I put in a new two-dollar desk. I paid two dollars for this desk, beautiful desk. I couldn't get this uh, Wi-Fi to work again when I hooked it up again after I put in the desk. Anyway, if Marsha's lucky enough to have a cleaning job the day you want to come, you can come another day or you can visit with me. I am one of the few people in the world who enjoys drop-in visitors because visitors enable me to drop what I was doing and get things done that I might not otherwise do, like stack wood or organize the clutter in my office. Unlike, I hope you're listening closely, Unlike many people who don't like being bothered by guests, I welcome you, I enjoy you, I love my visitors because I am strong enough to entertain them and enjoy their company while engaging in some constructive project, like stacking wood or organizing my office. Mindless chores they are, you know, that enable me to give my friends the 100% attention that they want and deserve. Knowing that the last time they visited, they spent four hours helping me pick up shingles I took off the garage, well, it gives friends the feeling that they were a welcome part of my family. You can believe this. Many people can't wait to come back again.
3: Way
6: down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. they got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to sell their quota. And the way things are, I guess they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see, no potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, 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 a politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined a great big $50 bill, they got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea, uh uh-uh, or tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice Cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no So you'll add to the local color. Serving coffee with a cruller. Dunking doesn't take a lot of skill. They got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey, Pedro, get the flashlight. I cannot find the sugar.
4: Politicians, not I, was accused of drinking water. (laughs) They prepared a guy for slaughter when they caught him drinking water. It is true that some writers welcome something to write about. I'm one of them. I like things to happen, something I can write about. And it is true, yes, you're right. Some authors might get an entire book without ever leaving their own backyard. Listen to this one. I saw a book the other day titled 38 Household Plants That Even You Can't Kill. (laughs) But what would Marco Polo have amounted to had he sat around home? Mark Twain saw at least some of Europe and the Sandwich Islands. And we have read that it was on his honeymoon that Robert Louis Stevens wrote Travels with a Donkey. Now, I'm not saying it's true. I'm only saying that I once read it. Without some form of chaotic stimulus, a writer is nothing. So come and visit me or send me a note and tell me what you've been doing today. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Thank you very much for writing. And here's Brad Terry again. You like Brad Terry. Your friend Brad Terry, who lives in Bath, Maine. If you're lucky he you get to see him play around the state from time to time. You are listening to your buddy the Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station, where with any luck at all. You can hear me playing old fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. When playing with Doggy, nice little black Doggy here, when playing with Doggy, I find I can get him to drop the ball at my feet if I pretend to throw another ball. (laughs) And no matter how many times I do this, Doggy falls for it every time, which might indicate that Doggy is really no smarter than men who have been married four or five times.
7: This next tune is a song that we've been playing this one for a while, but this kind of sums up the kind of stuff that Joe and I sort of uh, came to agreement on. We've been playing for, together for 27 years, and I think the reason, one of the reasons why we, we started playing as a duo is we both like swing music and old tunes from the 40s and stuff. And we came across this group called Slim and Slam back in the 40s. They were a fun kind of a novelty group but they were great musicians and uh, this was a hit they had and we did it on the first recording we ever did it's called the flat foot flugie. the flat foot with the flow and the flat foot with the flow and flow the flat foot flugie with the flow and I a flow jar, flow jar, flow jar and fly Flatfoot Floozy with the floor and fly Flatfoot Floozy with the floor and fly Flo-jong, up float jump, float, jump, float jump. If you're feeling low down You got no place to go Blues is hanging around your door Just sing this song and they're bound to go Flatfoot Floozy with the floor and fly. To swing with us. Come on, honey got to sing with us. Well Ooh yeah, swinging little song.
4: That was uh, our friends Lex and Joe. Have you ever heard Lex and Joe? Are they still extant? You used to hear from Lex and Joe all the time. That was a DVD they sent me. The old songs on it. Can't give you anything but love. St. James Infirmary, Lex Joe. While putting off making this radio program, I exhausted about every possibility for continued enjoyable procrastination until I realized I could play with the Wi-Fi all afternoon trying to get it to work. Yes, I have to put in a brand spanking new $2 desk in my office, well, putting this desk in entails shutting down all the electrical equipment and ho- hooking it up again. And the Wi-Fi wouldn't work. I couldn't get it to work. I wasted all one afternoon and the entire next day, a whole day, trying to get the Wi-Fi to work. Well, a day or two later, I plugged it in, and it worked slick, first time, just like that. A Wi-Fi is like an old man, isn't it? If you don't keep bugging it, And if you leave it alone for a day, it will eventually get around to doing whatever needs to be done. Hope my wife is listening to this program.
3: country laws and I can't take you I'm going up the country baby and I can't take you there ain't nothing up there that an ugly head gal can do I'ma buy me a bulldog to watch you honey while you sleep I'ma buy me a bulldog to watch you while you sleep Keep them other men from making that midnight green.
4: Wingy Manone Wingy, why did they call him Wingy? And what do you do with your Facebook page? For me, Facebook is a very useful tool because Facebook takes the place of the many letters I got from you and my other wonderful radio friends thirty, twenty five years ago. People don't buy stamps and mail letters anymore, but a few send email and some write on Facebook. Craig whom I think lives in Washington DC, Craig wrote this on my Facebook page. Craig says wouldn't it be wonderful to invent a new way to make money off procrastination or some other human foible. I remember the time when I realized that my local video rental store was actually in the late fee business and the tapes were only a means to achieve that business model. My family sustained it with hundreds of dollars of fees, but we didn't watch all that junk on TV. We rented that junk. I think all the foibles have all been taken, but perhaps we could open a nice padded gym area where people could jump to conclusions. Don't you like that? A padded area where people could jump to conclusions? Thank you for listening. With any luck at all, I'll be back next week, same time, playing old-fashioned music just for you. See you then.